0: Check, 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 check.
1: Oh, yeah, check, you can do it check, on command. Check,
0: check, check, check. check. Uh, These mics have been checked. Uh, they are now checked.
1: That was all right. Uh, did he pronounce the name of your restaurant and bar correctly? Lachette's Inn. Lachette's. 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 Lachette's.
2: Lachette's. And I took my first sip, and I remember... I remember this vividly. I was like, oh my God, this is fantastic.
3: Yeah.
1: Like
2: now I see why people drink beer.
0: Favorite bar restaurant in the city.
2: Yeah, I don't want to say
1: we
0: talk about
2: it every
1: episode, but it's
2: close. So for for German beers, they follow uh, what's called the Reinheitsgebot. Uh It was the beer purity law of 1516. It was actually the first food law, like any country that had a food law. Shoot (laughs) Chad.
0: Hello and welcome to Chooch Chat, the only podcast that knows its opinions of the real issues do not matter That's right, we're asses with issues, I'm Zach I'm Tony, and today, believe it or not, it's been a long time and uh, we sprayed him down before he came in (laughs) We have the owner, co-owner of Lachette's, Scott Siser did I pronounce that correctly? Yes, you did. Thank yes.
1: you. Yes. Uh, did he pronounce <laughs> the name of your restaurant and bar correctly? Lachette's Inn. Lachette's Lachette's.
0: Right? Lachette's. 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 Lachette's, Lachette's Inn. I say it wrong every time. Yeah, me too. I've, I've never said it right. Most then. most people do, so yeah. 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 don't feel bad. Yeah, well, uh, this is kind of a big deal for us because it's our first guest that we've had in, into the studio. We're um, a little nervous. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's been a while. I'm yeah. so used to seeing people over Zoom Yeah. or over... Uh, uh, FaceTime and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, well, ha-
2: if I make you feel more comfortable, I'll take my pants off. So great. I mean, we <laughs> as if
0: you were on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> we we just we just did yoga together, yeah. so we we could get this a little, a little more erotic in here. Um, <laughs> Scott, uh, it's good to see you. How do you feel about this close to close contact?
2: Uh, I'm not too bothered by it. I mean, being behind the bar, yeah, with the restaurant open, we're still in close contact with people. Yeah, I mean, we are. You know doing what we can to keep social distancing with the tables sure. six feet apart and, and things like that. But, uh, you know, you can't really run a bar or restaurant if you're not up and close with people at times. No kidding.
0: And you guys do it way better than everybody else. Thank you. Um, and I feel really, really comfortable when I get in there. Um, I know all the menus are wiped down. I know the tables are wiped down. Everybody's wearing a mask and, um, uh, yeah. And, and you got the patio. Thank God you got you had the patio too. I love it. I love sitting outside there. If you guys don't know this, Actually, this is me and Zach and my family's and most of my friends' favorite bar restaurant in the city.
1: Yeah, I don't want to say we talk about it every episode, but it's close. <laughs> we
0: we pretty much do. And, in fact, right in front of me is uh, in our studio. I We always have, staring at us, a uh, Stiegel uh, a scarf, like drinking scarf that I got from your bar. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's followed us from studio to studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basically, we brought you in here because, A, we wanted to promote your bar. We love you. We love La (laughs) Schatzin. Did I do it? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't don't know know. why you looking at me. La Schatzin. It's my favorite favorite place in the world to drink. Uh, We want to support you during these hard times. And we have questions for you and we always ask these questions when we're absolutely hammered but we'll get to those <laughs> we'll get to those questions first thing is how did you get into german austrian style beer and why did you buy this bar and when uh
2: well we bought it uh october 2nd of 2019 okay. so we've had it to, what about 8 months now 9 mm-hmm. months yeah
0: um he's worked there for how many years though
2: 15
0: yeah that's right 15 years yeah,
2: yeah. uh i got into german beer uh just Kind of accidentally, almost. Um, I was I was going to high school. And, yeah, the, the, for <laughs> he um, has a
0: high school education. Everybody, I was <laughs> ten years old.
2: Um, <laughs> I, I, have an, I have an older sister who took uh, German as a foreign language in high school, and the German teacher from our high school uh, took a group of kids every summer to Germany, mm-hmm. and so my sister went to Germany and she had a great time, and I decided like, hey, that you know. Being 15, get to travel to Europe. You know, I never had done that before. So I took Germans strictly so I could go to Germany. Nice. Uh, cool. One summer. And I remember this. I mean, it, it, it's very clear in my head. We had gotten to Germany. We had gotten to our host families. And then the kids were like, hey, we're going to ride our bikes to a beer garden. We're like, great. So we cool. go to this huge beer garden. It's You're called- 15. I'm 15. Fantastic. It's called the Hirsch Garden, uh, which means deer because they have deer running around. It's like the size of uh, it's like the size of Grant Park. I mean it's this huge beer garden. Oh wow. And we go up there and you, you get your mug, your leader mug, And then there's a guy with these big wooden barrels and he's filling, filling the beers. and I got my beer and I took my first sip and I remember I remember this vividly. I was like, oh my God. This is fantastic. Yeah, like now I see why people drink beer. Have you had beer before? Then I had, but you know it was like PBR. Yeah, it was like slits. Yeah, it was something. like cheap, cheap American beer, sure. like, natural light. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I, I didn't care for it at all. Right, and I was, but it was like the light bulb went on. The you know the lights from heaven came down. And it was like, oh my god, this is fantastic.
3: Right.
1: And Have you it, ever seen Beer Fest? I have, yes. you know, and they're Such like sitting movie. around. I think the, about it like once a day. They're I like think. pouring in the keg, <laughs> and they take a sip. They're like, "I want to make it into an ice rink and skate on it, and then melt it back down again and drink it." <laughs> yeah, it was that's like that's right. It's yeah. a good line. I yeah. forgot about that. That's how your. That's how your reaction. That's what your reaction reminded me of.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it was like, oh my god! And then after, well, it was during college. Uh, I was home and uh, needed some work, and there was a, a German restaurant in my hometown called Dieterle's. And I had no restaurant experience, but I figured, you know, I spoke some German. Where's your hometown? Elgin, Illinois.
0: Okay. How far away is that from here?
2: About 40 miles, 45 yeah. miles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: For anybody out there, it's not from here. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Northwest. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, and I had no restaurant experience whatsoever and uh, got the job basically because I did speak some German. It was a German family. No ha- shit. Really? Yeah. Because it was a German family that owned it. Yeah. So um, I wound up working there and then... After school, or I should say, after college, uh, I stayed in the industry a little bit. I, when I first moved into Chicago, uh, I moved into a a place over on Lincoln or uh, Warner and Levitt. Yeah. So right, just right over by where Lachette's is now. Yeah. And there was a a bar at the corner of Lincoln and Warner called uh, the Great Beer Palace. Oh, really? And it was this weird kind of bar in that it had a lot of regulars and it sold mostly German beer, but the theme, like they had this thing called the Viking raid and you you basically bought like a flight of beers and if you finished the flight of beers, you got a, a plastic Viking helmet. They took your picture. <laughs> Can you do that at your place? <laughs> <laughs> they took your picture and, then, and Polaroid and they put it on the wall. Yeah. So it was really weird. Like it was a, German beer bar. German-Scandinavian-themed. It, it, Scandin- yeah. it was a yeah. German
0: beer bar that's Scandinavian-themed. Norway, yeah. <laughs> so that was down
2: that was down the block from my first apartment in the city. Yeah. Um, and they were looking for help there, and I got hired there. Yeah. I worked there for about a year.
0: Well, where is is, is that a bar now? I'm trying to think it's, if, um, if I know this spot. Well,
2: it was after the Beer Palace then became... Glunts' yep bavarian house Glunz's, yeah. i remember that's right. Glunces, yeah tavern on little fort yeah i think now it's called the rambler i believe it's it yep, changed
0: exactly right. two or three yeah. times since so we've been when, here when it was Glunts, when me used me and you and my dad yeah uh david yeah. we we went there that's where when we first discovered <laughs> pretty much <laughs> it's kind of i mean it's all over the the neighborhood of Lincoln right square and then and... they closed down and, yeah. he, and then he the, guy, the owner said there's, there's only one place you should go and uh I probably shouldn't have said that, but don't want to disparage <laughs> any other bar in the city. But there's only one one place you should go, and that's that's when we met you, and that was about six years ago now, even more, five yeah. six years ago now, probably.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, I've been here for just over eight years, right? And so that first year we lived right, like down the street from Lachette's on Irving, yeah. Irving Park, um, was must have been six years ago, right? Probably at least, yeah. So you were you were at that bar,
2: right? And there's still, um. There was a, a like I said, a, a group of regulars there that still to this day hang out together and I mean I'm sure you guys well, I mean you guys usually come in a little later, but yeah. The the group of guys that come in usually early evening. Yeah. And they, they refer to themselves as the beer club for men. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> those them. Those guys yeah. okay. those guys all used to drink at the beer palace. Okay. Uh, so I met all those guys um that was ninety five. Okay. And then... Um,
0: Not that long ago, really. I mean, think about it. 25 years. In 25 years. I it's fucking <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. And then uh, I went and worked at uh, Ginger's Ale House for a couple of years, which is now uh, A.J. Hudson's. And then things started uh, going south at the Beer Palace. And a lot of the customers left the Beer Palace and started hanging out at Racy's Beer Stube.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, Another good German bar.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm a uh, great place. Uh and then a position open there and that racy's was kind of my hangout. That was because I was living in the neighborhood, that's the bar I hung out at. And um one day uh, <laughs> the uh the old guy who used who used to own the place, Herbie, uh his his wife and, and son run it now, um, there was one of the bartenders there that he felt was uh was giving too much of the house away. mm and, she also happened to be an ex-girlfriend of mine.
1: And, uh, <laughs> and, and she was just plying you with booze. And that's what was my local hangout. And during, during
2: the middle of her shift, he got, he got upset with her and he, he uh, He asked me if if I was still looking for work. And I said, yes. And he goes, "Uh, if you go fire her, you can have her ships. Oh, shit. So I got to go fire my ex-girlfriend. And that's how I got hired at races.
1: Was she your ex-girlfriend when you fired her? Yes. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah.
2: She had been my ex for a couple of years at that point. Oh, Okay.
1: Well that
0: makes a little more sense. Wasn't she giving you the beer? Was she Like
2: well, I would I, assume
0: probably. the ex the ex would be getting some yeah. uh, unless I mean, unless you hated her and she no, hated her. No, no, no. We
2: were we were actually still on a, a friendly basis. I mean it was the this, this story is kind of horrible in a, in a way because she, she was the one that got me the job at the great beer palace. Oh, I love it. I love uh, it. So she, she was the one that got me my first job uh, yeah. working in a, a bar in the city. So. Yeah. But, but if, well, you,
1: if you leave out the bad stuff, when you're you it as I got to fire my ex and take her job. Sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah you're right. That's funny. Somebody <laughs> out there could be thinking, depending on what she did, this is perfect. Per- yeah, per- yeah, yeah, yeah no, exactly. Just, yeah. You know, but you were. Friends. How'd she take it?
2: She wasn't happy about it, I mean yeah. she didn't she didn't like yell at me or anything she uh I mean,
1: you're the messenger, you know, yeah, yeah.
2: I mean she she was she was given the house way. she knew it, I mean there right. was yeah, you know, not a lot you could okay. say, argue yeah. about I mean yeah, you know that's one th- like and Tony, I mean, you work behind a bar, yeah, and you know you've yeah. seen some of your coworkers, and oh that's yeah, not at this bar, but you know what other bar- you we all know bartenders that yeah, yeah, yeah are yeah. doing a little more than they should be, and those oh, yeah. bar- and those bartenders know it too, absolutely, oh, so, yeah, so absolutely. I
0: mean, uh, you know, everybody out there start a countdown. It's all about, uh, it's all about,
1: uh, who's paying attention. So you really got to know the owners and the managers, probably, right? That's
0: exactly Obviously, right. You know, that's exactly right. Scott, how did you get to, uh, Lachette's? How did you find your way there from Racy's?
2: So, um, I've been working at, uh, Racy's, uh, close to about eight years. The previous owner of, well, two previous owners of Lachette's is a German guy named Franz. Excuse me. Um, I would see him at different beer events uh, and around the neighborhood. I was not uh, a customer at Laschet's, but I mean, I was still, you know, right across the street in the neighborhood. And he knew who I was. And some of this, at this point, some of the beer club for men. So they had gone from the beer palace to Racy's and then moved on from Racy's to to Laschet's. And they must've talked me up to the, to the owner. And he kept asking me, Scotty, when you come work for me? I want you to come work for me. It was it two thousand maybe? Um, no, it's probably a little later than that. It was probably maybe like two thousand two, two thousand three. Okay, is when he first started. And then um, it just came to a point where I needed a little more money, mm-hmm. um, and I went and actually, so I was working at Racy's, and you know, this is the owner of the competing bar. Yeah, and I actually went to the owners of races and i was like hey you know I, I don't want to cause any problems but franz has asked me to come work there uh, it's just gonna be one shift a week right um, would you guys have an issue with this if you have an issue i won't go do it because i didn't want to like right.
0: you know loyalty try to be honorable right
2: yeah. and they said you know hey if you need the money you need the money yeah. and that's good so that's I, wound up, I wound up starting over there and nice you know yeah yeah that's real nice yeah, the rest I mean, was history. No. Yeah, I mean they, they they were fair. I mean they they could have easily said, you know, hey, you're yeah, our bartender. We right. don't want you working for a competitor. But part of the thing is, races and Laschet's has never really been like a total competition, right? Because we share so many customers. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. For me, and I'll I'll find people out in the in the neighborhood or just throughout the city because the bars are kind of popular, but. Uh, I'll run into somebody, and I was like, "Yeah, have you ever been to Lachette's?" and uh, and they say, "Well, no, but I, I go to Reese's." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Well, that is my on my way home. That is my second stop. That is my I need one more right now, and that's when I get my beer." And for for other people, it's 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 the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Uh, both good bars, both good beer, uh, but we go to your bar. <laughs> thank you, thank you.
1: Yeah, I've only been to Reese's a few times. There's something about. It's good. The way Lachettes it's and good. you guys. But whatever it is, I still I can never yes. maybe you can elaborate on this. You don't have to give give your secrets away or anything like that, but the sp- It's the best It's the best tasting beer in the city. It's I feel like you feel almost every time. I feel like you felt when you were 15 and taking that yes. first sip when I take the first sip of my first right now. liter or even half a liter, whatever it is, yes. just take that sip and I'm like ah. Yes. I've done I've drank I don't know, probably about Two hundred and fifty liters <laughs> at your bar. <laughs> oh, and, of beer! And so. I drink
0: more stops and, and than anything else, and more more of your beer than anything else I've ever drank since. It it it's caught up. Like maybe Maker's Mark. I I have right. I've drank more of just because of from what eighteen years old till now. Yeah, but there like at beer at that bar is my favorite thing in the it's, world. It is, and we drink what two and a half liters every time we go in. Pretty much, you catch up pretty fucking quick in that bar.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh but it's the the temperature of the glasses, it's the temperature of the beer, it's the cleanliness of the beer. I don't know what. I don't know what. Well, I'm
2: I'm very, very anal when it comes to making sure that everything is, is clean and and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um like to the point where uh I let the you know, a lot of times you're washing a glass and it goes in the, the soap, then the clean water and yeah. then the sanitizer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then people just put it up on a towel or something to yes. dry. Right. I actually leave my glasses on the drying rack for a good half hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. To just even make sure that whatever's... The chemicals. Yeah, the chemicals are... Dry off. Dry off. Right. And then, you know, we we've, got the, we've got the, the glass washer, the doucher. Yes. So yeah. To make sure there's nothing in there. Yes, um, I love that. And that's nice cold water. We get our lines cleaned every week, every two weeks by a glass leader, washer by so lead, good. leader's yeah. beverage, who does a fantastic job. I mean, when the, when the shutdown and, went, they put our whole system in hibernation. We oh, didn't, wow. We didn't lose any beer. Wow. None. They put it on the hibernation. Yeah. And I don't know anybody that had tap beer that can say they didn't lose any, any the tap beer. Every, right? No, they didn't lose any. You're
0: right. And also, listen, we know this. You know this too. You worked in the industry. Yeah. Every two weeks, right? Yeah. And you can taste weeks. the fucking difference. Yep. It's every two weeks. And at a bar like that, I mean you could see people with a customer base like that sitting back on their loyal on their laurels just knowing that they have good beer. You guys don't. You can taste the difference. Not mm-hmm. every bar in this city does that every every two weeks. Not right. every bar in this city does it every two months. Right. You, and, and you can go into a bar with, with a dirty line and taste the difference. Yep. And the next morning, you can, t- you can feel the difference in your hangover. Yeah. And, it, and it's <clears throat> gross. It, 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 it really is gross. Um, I wanted to go back to something real, real quickly. That first moment, you had a, a sip of, of beer. Do you remember what it was?
2: Yes, it was an Augustiner Edelstoff.
0: Augustiner Edelstuff.
2: which we do carry in bottles.
0: Okay, we'll try that. I believe yep. you. We're you're, definitely going today, right? I, I, I be- guess we well, have to now. Right? Well, <laughs>
2: well, we're not open today, so. Oh, uh, what's today? Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. <sighs> so yeah, tomorrow. in okay. tomorrow. I'll come in tomorrow. But I, you, I think your father, uh, Dave, was. Uh, yeah, he got some Augustiner during the uh, during the shutdown. So
0: uh, when when you when it hit that you liked it so much, do you think it was? Genetic, <laughs> like I'm serious. I'm sort of I being know, serious because, like, I, I, what, like, how long has beer been around? Is is your last name even German? I don't know, but yeah,
2: for- oh no, it is. Um, yeah, um, my ancestors, my direct ancestors, came from, um, well, actually, what's now France, uh, yeah, they're uh, Alsatian, okay, uh, near uh, Colmar, near that area, but there's um, there's some of the there's some other Sizers in Munich uh, Wurzburg you know, and a couple other areas in Germany
0: Great, I because there was for me it was it was little, literally the same thing the first time mm-hmm. I had, <laughs> had ever had a beer of that style it was Stiegel Goldbrow and I had it Glunz Bavarian and it blew my mind like first sip Mm-hmm. It was like it was yeah. almost the same thing. It was like, oh my god, this is great! What have I been doing? I've been doing it all wrong. Yeah, pretty much I'm doing it all wrong. Yeah,
2: it is like the, oh, this packs is what of beer is. Supposed, natural. Light, this like is why saying. people like beer. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I, this I, is why I, that was kind of. I mean, that was one of my first thoughts. Was like, oh my god, now I get it. Yeah. Like, yes. Because I I thought beer was disgusting before that. Yeah. You know? right. like, it kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if tonight. you get if you get bad beer, yes. Yeah. You
0: right. know? Yeah. The uh, the thing we always bring up when we're drunk and we never remember this is a podcast I might listen to over again um, <laughs> is the uh, I I first started talking with you about why this was it was these beers were a big deal to me because I was so tired of IPAs and I didn't understand everybody's uh, obsession with with IPAs and if you like IPAs out there and you're fucking upset go fuck yourself I don't care. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're good. People. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just going to shit all over IPAs. <laughs> I think they're overdone. I I think there there's far too many of them. And I, I just don't understand the appeal. Uh, maybe you agree with me. Maybe you don't, but what is the difference between the, uh, the, the two style of beers? If you can explain it to people and, and the ingredients w- within the beers.
2: Well, the. I mean the main indif- main difference between most most German beers not all but most German beers and IPAs I mean IPAs obviously India pale ale mm-hmm. which are
0: very popular in America
2: and most German beers are lagers. So yeah. the difference basically between an ale and a lager is where the fermentation takes place. Uh they use a top fermenting yeast in an ale and a bottom fermenting yeast in a lager. Yeah. Um hmm. basic difference. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, Germans mostly do lagers. Um, I mean there are a few specialty ales, uh vice beers or ales, Kolsch's brown uh alt beers. Mm-hmm. Right. But they're, they're more of the specialty stuff. Like the the mass produced German beers are are almost all uh lagers and pilsners. Um IPAs um were were basically invented uh for travel. I've heard that. So it was when the the British had colonized India or were trying to colonize India. Mm-hmm. Right. And <laughs> The beer needed uh, the hops to make the journey from India or from England to India right so that it, it would stay fresh and, and the, 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 right you had the right. the sugars and it was fermenting and um, and they ended
0: up loving it so it didn't go bad well when yeah. it got to India they ended up loving it they wanted it that way and then I heard when that when they transported it and they finally made it made it taste like it used to they all wanted it back like an IPA is that correct?
2: Uh, I'm not, you know, fully sure on that. I don't know. I mean,
0: I've heard the, I've heard so many drunken stories from bartenders over the years.
2: I mean, well, I mean, I, I deal, yeah. I deal so much <laughs> with loggers. I, I mean, I'm, you know, again, I'm, I'm speaking from uh, a bit of ignorance when it comes to like IPAs, but, right. um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're just, they're very forward in their, their hop flavor. I yeah. Mean, yeah. They, there's a ton of strong hops and yes. a lot of hops in them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where the bitterness comes from.
0: Yes. Um well it, again it, for me it was it's honestly it was just I just was tired of the obsession I was tired of going into bars where every tap handle was an IPA there was like six IPAs it's like that's all we can do is IPAs like isn't there yeah. isn't there anything else different out there and that's that's what the the discovery of german beer um how do they how 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 is german beer made uh
2: how do you mean like
0: well the the ingredients that are put into a beer the, well, the, the, okay. the
2: laws So for for German beers, they follow uh, what's called the Reinheitsgebot. It was the Beer Purity Law of 1516. It was actually the first food law, like any country that had a food law Hmm. that regarded freshness or the way something had to be made. Oh, wow. So Hmm. at the time, uh, generally people nowadays uh, talk about the four ingredients in beer. Um, Back in 1516, they were not uh, aware of yeast at that point. Mm-hmm. So that was not consi- that was not one of the ingredients. It was uh water, uh barley malt and hops. That was that was it. And now huh. you have yeast. Yeah. Which is uh was that added? Yes. For Germany. I was going to say I was like I was like, <clears throat> oh, that's not in Germany." Yeah. But then <laughs> that's and that's um the Reinheitsgebot <laughs> is a, is a German beer purity beer purity law. The Bavarians, southern Germans actually have the same law, but it dates back to earlier than the actual National German one, Um, but that was just kind of a local thing. So yeah, they just—it's all. I mean, if you want to make beer in Germany that that uses something other than those those four ingredients, um, like oh, like a goza or something like that, where they use coriander and salt, um, I'm not sure the the process if you have to like
1: yeah call it something else. Well, yeah, or you have to like say
2: hey, um, you know, hey government, we'd like to. Put something in our beer that's not right yeah, ingredients. I, right. I'm not exactly sure how that works. Yeah, American uh, style.
0: They would call it American style yeah, or yeah,
2: European, yeah. Or a- European a- style. Americans or... do all
1: sort of crazy crap, like throw lemons in it. And I like know. some of that shit. Sometimes. I like. Oh, it's refreshing in the summer. But like you know, I had a uh, they get real crazy. I had yeah. A, yeah. Germ,
2: a German uh, German brewer once tell me when it comes to the lemon and the vice beers. If they wanted it to taste like lemons, it would <laughs> yeah', <laughs> yeah that's there's, so funny. That's yeah. you know, so funny tens yeah. of tens of thousands of malt flavors you can put in a beer if they right. wanted it to taste like lemons, it'd tastes like lemons, yeah, that's yeah. so funny
0: exactly and you and you you go to Germany wait like, once every couple of years now
2: um yeah um, we try and make it once a year there it took a couple of years off yeah. um I had gone back to school and uh, a couple other things, but I think. Gosh, over the past uh, past 20 years, I've probably been there 16 times. Have you always nice. wanted
0: to own a German bar?
2: Once I started working at Racy's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never um, I never really thought about it too much as far as, you know, like, making a career out of the service industry, but um, I was probably in my late 20s, early 30s uh, working at Racy's, and it just dawned on me that, like, This is what I want to do. Yeah. Um, You know, it was in a very selfish way. You got, when you broke it down, you get to own your own bar. All your friends come in and see you all the time. You get to hang (laughs) out and drink with them. And then you, you make some money. Like, you know, you you make a living simply
0: put, it sounds nice. Like having your own club. Yeah. Yeah. You make a living,
2: hanging out, drinking with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. How, How could that possibly be a bad way to live your life? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's the people that aren't your friends. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they're allowed to drink there, too. Just speaking from my experience. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys do everything the right way. And you always have. And I've always been very appreciative of it. And you've always been so good to us. Uh, it's what it's one, one of my favorite things to do. I can't do it as much anymore because I'm so busy.
1: Yeah, I, and to piggyback off that it's not like you took that dream and, and kept it selfish yeah. you actually put in the work you know what i mean you yeah. do take pride in keeping it clean and yeah. and really taking care of your business yeah. well, your career you know well, one of
2: the things i wanted to do like my little kind of touch on it was um uh, the previous owner matt lodge um he was he gave me an opportunity to uh to take care of the beer program mm-hmm which up until that time, most of the German bars in the city were pretty standard in the beers that they carried. Right, um, Julius Ector. Yes, yeah, Stiegel, Stiegel Hopra, yeah. I mean the the spot the yeah. mm-hmm. the beer. Distri- there was a couple of main beer distributors, and they were all fr- they were friends with the owners of the bars. So you know they they did business together. It was a very friendly relationship. Yeah, you take care of me, I'll take care of you. Blah blah blah, and. So people didn't stray, right? And when the craft beer movement was really, you know, just blowing up all over the place, I, it, you saw a dip in the the German beer sales. And mm-hmm. it was, yes,
0: that's why I'm so bitter about the IP. <laughs> bitter, Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It yeah. ding, ding and a boom. It took me so long <laughs> to find it, man. Yeah.
2: So if, <sighs> if, when you looked at you had you know Hutenbar, Hansa Clipper, Brauhaus, Racy's, uh, Zum Deutschen um, you had all these. German bars that were all giving you the same beers yeah. no matter which one you went to you know what you knew what you were going to get and there were a few things that I had um, that I had drank when I had been over in Germany and it tasted and didn't realize these things were available and once I became the beer buyer and got to look at people's catalogs and see what was available and what we could you know pre-order specialty beers and stuff I thought hey you know like there's German beer nerds too. Yeah, It's not just craft beer nerds. Right. Just, you know, and so we started bringing in, um, you know, some, some more specialty stuff, um, you know, double Bach IPAs, yeah. not double Bach, I mean, double Bach vice beers, yeah. um, you know, Zwickles and unfiltered lagers and, in which like the zwickel the unfiltered lager is, is really making a push today. You're seeing a lot more of that brought over here. Yeah. Um, it's a style you're seeing more American, uh, craft breweries make as well okay
0: mm. yeah the uh the one brewery that I, I craft brewery that i really really like in the, within the area is dovetail brewery i'm a big fan of theirs um and uh and it's a similar style though right
2: yeah they do um they do all con i think all continental european beers i don't think they do any i think they did at one point they did make an ipa for uh for charity uh, it was, I think I believe it was for like there was a California Wildfire Fund or whatever. Okay, and different beer, different breweries made a beer, and yeah, yeah. all the proceeds went to to that. And I think that was the only time they did a, a non-German beer or non-European beer. They do some Belgian and Czech styles, but yeah, they do a tremendous job over
0: there. Right. Nice. One of my favorite stories about coming in your bar, well, your your longtime bartender Greg. I brought in uh, a buddy uh, who's who who has now passed away, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, we're sitting there. My father, you might've been there, Zach, Gabriella, oh, Tommy, and, maybe. uh, he comes, he comes in and goes, uh, uh, I'll take a Bud Light. It's like, you no, know, we, we don't carry Bud Light. So I'll take a Coors Light. We don't carry a Coors Light. It's like a Miller Light. We don't carry a Miller Light. And, and I'll go, he'll take a gold brow. And he goes, got that.
2: <laughs> I was like, well, actually we do have Miller Light. <laughs> well,
0: you do have Miller Light now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I think he did back then too. I think the, Greg, the ju- Greg, Greg
1: likes, to, especially
2: with
0: Greg us. Greg was giving uh, Tommy's, Tommy some yeah, shit, yeah. Uh, which uh, that tickled us pink for a good half hour while we, while we got drunk. Because <laughs> you're in a German bar. What are you doing? Yeah. Get any, get any get anything else besides a Coors light, right. light or a Bud Light. Yeah. Uh, you're in beer heaven. Right. That is
2: where, that is one of the things that surprises me a little bit. Is I mean, your friend, I mean, obviously he obviously didn't know. No. He but, had, he, but he was He, he, was he didn't with, even know where he was. Yeah, he was he, meeting us there. He, he was there with you guys. Yeah. yeah but you get these um these random people that walk in and there'll be a, you know a couple guys or whatever and they they sit down at the bar and they're like uh we'll take a bud light and a uh, rum and coke yeah and you, <laughs> and you just, and you just kind of like how did how did you end up here yeah yeah like yes. you know hey if that's yeah. what, if that's what you want fine right. Yes, right there's like a thousand other places in the city you can go and get that yeah, right. yeah. yeah. this just seems like a cuz you know You're we're right. Not, we're not in Wrigleyville. We're not in Lincoln Park. Right. We're just, just walking from bar to bar and, and hopping yeah. in. Like, you kind of have
0: to come
2: choose to, to come to Also, yeah.
0: you walk in and then you see everybody else's, you know, because you, you have more extravagant glasses than most other bars because it's a German bar. So you have your half liters, your liters, and you have yeah. you even have point threes, right? Right. You threes? Yeah. And, uh, we
1: uh, we uh, call it the penis glass because yeah. it kind of looks kinda like kinda the looks shaft like a, of a penis.
0: The, the, the gold brow, the Stiegel one yeah. does, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, some of them do. So
0: they the curve, the curvature. But, uh, yeah, if you look around, you see that. It's like, uh, yeah, how could you not want to be like, wanna oh, be, I want oh, to try one of those.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll... – the the beer is obviously like the crown jewel or whatever you said Right up in front, I feel like right. that's what I think of at least when Lach- I think of Lushet's, um, But the food is also great. Yeah, like it's really great yeah. German food. Yeah, that and was. Um, it is a style that you know you yeah. might seek out and not think about. Oh, I'll get a German beer too.
2: Yeah, that was um a Franz. So the owner that that hired me, Franz, uh, his wife. Uh, Ursula put in the kitchen in uh, in 2000. Oh. Um, she had always uh, she had always wanted a restaurant. It, yeah, because up until 2000, Le Chesse was just a just a small bar. Yeah, it kind and,
1: of has that look, you know. And I guess
2: um,
0: there was no food up until 2000.
2: No, no. Um, and Franz, the, the, who was the second owner of the bar, the namesake of the bar, Carl Laschet, sold it to Franz. Mm. Franz and his wife Ursula owned it, and um, I believe this. this is the correct version of the story. Franz's brother had been sick, um, cancer or some disease or something. And Ursula helped take care of him. And when he finally passed, she was like, okay, you know, I've always wanted this restaurant. I've got this time now that I'm not taking care of your brother. Like I want to put the restaurant in. And so that's when they decided, and she had gone to cooking school back in in Germany. So she was, um, you know, well-versed in and, Dishes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And traditional dishes and, and so everything everything is, is her recipe. Um, we still use her recipes. Yeah. Um, it was it's actually an amusing story. Her their granddaughter Christina, mm-hmm. um it's quite a bit well, when I met her she was sixteen. I don't know how she'll she's probably late twenties now, but yeah. um, she was working there as a hostess and then worked there as a waitress and she lives out in Colorado now and she was home over Christmas. And she told me a story about how she asked her grandmother, Ursula, for the recipe for goulash.
1: Oh, man. I want it's it. It's so <laughs> good. I, I want it. And
2: this is, this is so German. Her her own grandmother told her she could not have the recipe for the goulash because when they sold the, the restaurant... The recipes went with the restaurant, and the restaurants belonged to the new owners.
0: Oh, I would <laughs> so <laughs> strangle her, so she could like her own grandmother wouldn't give her the recipe. So because her grandmother sold her, <laughs> her recipe. recipe, yeah. With it's the no, it's
1: no longer mine. I can't give it to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Like, uh, all right,
0: Grandma. That is such a that is such a grandmother thing to do. I'm going to root around your things when you're dead, Grandma.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Until
1: find
0: I find it. it. Uh, yeah, I love going in there. I like. Uh, Hakapater, uh, I was like, what the hell is that? Oh, it's steak tartare on bread. You just came to shove it in me. I'll eat, I'll eat, I'll eat, <laughs> I'll eat whole appetages by myself. It's you know, true. I've it's seen it. It's just fun. Wiener schnitzel. What's Wiener schnitzel? I never actually had Wiener schnitzel before I came to your place. Yeah, it's a
2: breaded veal cutlet. Yeah. That's there you it. go.
0: That's it. That's just something I laughed at when people said. Yeah. I was like, ha-ha, you, made, you made funny noises. I have you made no a wiener.
1: Wiener. <laughs>
2: wiener, right. <laughs>
0: yes. Uh, and, uh, but all that is there, and all the quality of the food is all good, all different types of sausages. Well, are, are you aware pâtés. of
2: what What wiener is? Veal? No. So. Doesn't uh, it just mean sausage? No. Um, The German word wien is uh vienna oh so wiener actually means from vienna from vienna so it's a vienna style nice Ah. nice so which also means that people from vienna yes are Wieners, are (laughs)
0: wieners (laughs) (laughs) great fantastic i'm glad we were able to get to the bottom of that (laughs) yeah Yeah. bunch
1: of wieners yeah they are
0: well hey scott uh we're here to promote you And to give you our support here on Chooch Chat, you being our favorite restaurant and bar, uh, we want you to know that. And uh, for everybody else out there uh, who doesn't know, now you know, uh, best bar in the city, right? Yeah, by a wide margin, like not even close. Thank you. And and, and really, 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 I I agree and I I, I mean that. And I work at another bar that I love (laughs) greatly and dearly. But it just doesn't do But what you might you as well do. be
1: in Wrigleyville if you go to Finley Dunce. Sure, you know right, what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like, it's it you'll get great service of yeah. every everything that you need there. Yeah. Right. But it's not it's but not, there's, yeah, exactly. It's not specific. It's
1: not special. Yeah. Whereas I feel as though and it might just be me and my times that I've spent there, but I really do feel like there's something special about Lachette's right and me too it is the beer it is the food it is the service it's even the kitschy, like you, you clearly we walk in and you're like oh yeah this place has been here a while yes yeah. <laughs>
0: and it you looks know. and feels like it and and yeah. uh, it has it has a history mm-hmm. well
2: next year i'm actually we're going to try and find this information out we want to do a little more on the the history of the the building mm-hmm. uh we know it was a german bar before it was la schatz yeah mm-hmm. um but and from what i've been told we can date it back to around the 1940s Wow. Um, but I'd really like to find out more of the history. But uh Carl started the bar in nineteen seventy one. Which means next year will actually be the 50th anniversary of Lauschitz. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, I will just blow Go it nuts. out. You're going to have so. the
0: band in and everything? You're going to have.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm, you know, well, hopefully. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. 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 If everything goes I mean, well. I mean, yeah. we'll, have, we'll have 25% of a band. Yeah. Well, we have so much.
0: Oh, Jeez, that's morbid and maybe true. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. Or maybe now I was just thinking of it in a morbid way. Hopefully they'll all live. Just, no. <laughs> Is that <laughs> well, what we're
1: thinking? No, I think that you're... I, my thought first just went, you know, you'll have two guys uh, or one guy. <laughs> um, but then I thought of uh, each member of the band maybe only had like had a couple missing limbs or something. <laughs> 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 all right we're weird this is this
0: this is shoot shit
1: uh what's the address let's do that uh
2: 2119 west irving park road
1: yeah you and you're doing growlers to go that's just brand new uh things yeah. like that for people who all maybe the, don't full, feel like sitting inside yeah, and full stuff. menu
2: available uh available to go for food uh we're doing growlers of our 12 draft beers uh available to go um it's a great price too yeah if you um if you're if you don't want to come inside, we'll we'll bring it out curbside to you. Um, you know, when you just call and place your order and tell them at that time that you know you you want somebody to bring it out and we'll bring it out to you, um, nice. you know.
1: Yeah. Great. And then you do have a little patio with a few tables out there, yes. so people yeah. again people who don't want to go inside, it's definitely worth it to sit there and drink. It just feels good to be of, inside Yeah. It feel, too. And it feels good to be Even outside. Even
0: not, not during a pandemic it just feels good to be outside, mm-hmm. everybody. Uh, I was uh, – one last thing. On my run, I was having a thought, and nobody has to agree with me on this. But it was just a shower thought. It was a running thought. The thought was uh, the shame of so many bars closing and restaurants closing within the city. And it is uh, – I think we're losing more than just a place to drink. I think we're losing pieces of our community. Um, when you can, I think you should go out and support uh, your local restaurants, your bars, your businesses. Support your friends and support your – communities because your your communities are based on these small businesses and the people that run them that's why you live there you live there for the people that live there and you live there for the businesses that are there because you like to be a patron uh at those places it helps create uh your community just as much as the beach does just as much as the jobs that do um it's important for us to uh come together during these hard times and to um Really uh, Hold each other up as best we can Even though we're all struggling uh, But uh, Two hands are better than one Three hands are better than better than two Four are better than three And so when we're done with this pandemic It is of my hope that we can all Be looking up and have done our best To improve ourselves And to improve our community um, I was scared of the uh, Loss of neighborhood Bars and the socialness of it before the pandemic i think it's a good place to meet people and to become friends with people who you normally wouldn't become with become friends with if you didn't force yourself to go out and that's what people used to have to do they used to have to force themselves to go out to meet people and, and whether it was a part of any type of community service or just the bar or the tavern that's where, where you met people i was worried about lo- about losing that before this I think again I want to get my 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 high horse about social media but you don't have to do it as much anymore. Um please come out and support the number one place in the city that I think is the best at meeting people and and at making friends. And if Cheers was an actual fucking restaurant, it would be La Chet's Inn. I appreciate your service to the to the community. I'm not being sarcastic. It really is necessary that your bar survives and that many others survive. Um Please go out, everybody, and please yeah. be a patron.
1: Yeah. Get, get some growlers, trust me. <laughs>
0: yeah, please.
1: Go there, have a beer or two, take some growlers home. Or yes. 10. Or have, 10. Have ten yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you looked at me when you said that, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's true. That's what ends up happening usually. All right. Hey, Scott, I, I couldn't say more about you and, and about the place. Um, cheers. I love you. Are we done? Sure.
1: Uh, don't work too hard unless you're supporting Scott. Then work your ass La, off.
0: Lashats in. Yeah. Lashats in. Cheers. Thanks. Peace. guys. Don't work too hard, but don't stop working. Don't stop working. There you go. Okay, we're back. Yeah, that was Scott. Yeah. Siser. Siser. Owner of Lashettes Inn. Yep. And bear right on Irving Park Road. What a guy. What a guy. Good man. Thank you for uh coming onto this podcast. Uh, we've been trying to get him on for years, and uh, it's true. And you know, not to not to really pat ourselves on the back too much, but
1: I think we did a pretty good job of not chooching it up too much. It's yeah, just me.
0: I went pretty hard against. And I, I I I never edit edit podcasts. And outside, we were uh, le- uh, saying goodbye to Scott. Yeah, I was like, uh, should I edit out me going so hard in the paint against uh, IPAs? IPAs, <clears throat> and uh, usually I wouldn't care. Because the name of the podcast is Chooch Chat, but uh, when we have a guest on that we want to promote, I'm always like I lean towards caution.
1: How about instead of going back and editing that, then yeah, just say you know what IPA fans,
0: you take it away. You know what IPA pants, APA pants, IPA I- I- F-A pants. You know what I- IPA fans? Listen, I don't hate you. I just hate how popular IPAs are. Because I don't get it, and I used to love IPAs. I used to love them, and then there was like a three or four years, maybe five years, where I was just like, "God, everything has this taste when it's all you I, can get. It's all you when can it's get. it's All you can get outside yes. of a Bud Light or yes. whatever. Right? It becomes annoying. And and you could get that Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light. You know, you can get like Mexican beerness or like
1: a, another kind of like chocolatey, really thick, thick fucking thing, sugary right. stout.
0: And I was like, I don't like, I just don't like them. I just, I just don't, don't want it. And then I I definitely, found, I,
1: I'm with you. I became done with them. Done. Not that I don't like them Very per se. Done. I just am done and with them. And
0: every brewery has a fucking IPA. Mm-hmm. And they all taste the fucking same. So whenever, when people come in and they're sticking their nose into, they want to, Smell different t- and taste different IPAs yeah. that that we have on tap. I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you
1: doing? This is this is this is ridiculous, honestly. And judging by just the story of the beer, yeah, it's uh, it sounds like it's like the beer that they they purposely made. made shitty, yes, in order for it to last, yes. You know, it's like Scott didn't know it's like over salting your meat, yes, so the, it can travel across the, wherever.
0: The story I heard was. England was trying mm. to get their uh pale ale or right. their ale yeah. to India. Yeah. Without it uh going bad. going bad. Right. Right. And then they liked it they they they, they developed a taste for it because sure. people can develop a taste for anything. I get Absolutely. it. Right. Uh it was it was strong and all the people over there wanted it the same way. So when they discovered a way that they could bring it over yeah. without it spoiling and have it taste normal, they were like, "What is this? We want the Indian way." Right. The Indian pale ale. Yeah. That was a story that I heard. And, uh, hey, it's a great story. That's uh, It's I, a story that makes sense, that's it, for sure. It makes it makes perfect sense. I just don't understand why every American brewery has to have.
1: Not just has to have. Has it's several. Their, it's their, like, flagship one, it's first their, of all, and then they have other. Other IPAs. Yeah, and it's like, I can't yeah. get anything else.
0: Like, Lagunitas has, like, three or four IPAs. Yeah. Uh, They're, they're all, all of Lagunitas is a little bit IPA, I feel like it's all extremely hoppy. And then I was, I was taking a tour in Milwaukee where the brewer, uh, very smart, nice guy. Can't remember what brewery we were in, but he was like, uh, and for everybody out there who hates IPAs, you know, this is the reason why we make it. This is how you start it. It's both started in in the same ways. What you hate is just a, B and C. And I and but he was kind of like shitting on people that didn't like IPAs, uh-huh. and I was like, dude, all your all even like your Pilsner tastes like a fucking IPA. Right. Everything in here tastes like an IPA. Right. right exactly. now. Exactly. And uh, that's where I it's like I can't get away from it. Can't can't get away from it. But the only only places you can't get away from it from specifically. Yeah. Are German and Austrian bars. Yeah. In, in this city. Yes. And that at city. least I have discovered that outside of
1: Europe. I think
0: probably. Yeah. And I, listen, Zach and I don't know what we're talking about. We just know what we fucking like. Yeah. We like, we'll drink our water beers. We'll drink the shit out of our American whiskeys. Yep. And uh, we will fucking drink the shit out of Guinness. Yep. And when we don't have that, we are going to a German
1: bar. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you... Re- that. Yes, but in reverse. Reverse, right. We, if, if we, we can can get to a, to a German to bar, bar, we're doing we're, it. Yeah, we're doing it. And then it. everything else after that, yeah.
0: And my favorite beer is Austrian, funny enough. Yeah. 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 But it's the same country. It's the same culture, I, right? I think
1: that. I think that's... Usually made, I think, Big
0: Gold brows made by the same standards and stuff. I know? think it is, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, I, I think it is, too. Which the German beer laws of the 15... 1560 in in or 1516 15 or something or like, like that. that. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Back then? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah.
1: And that was interesting. I found it very interesting that... I, I know we're just <laughs> going over what we just talked about, well, but... Fuck yeah. I thought it was interesting that that was the first, like, FDA, essentially.
0: It was like the FDA was like, right. would be like, no, 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 beer's got to be... See? and there's more he he has more and like and like maybe next year we'll get him in here too when when they reopen mm-hmm. off fully yeah uh but it's uh there's more and like i almost have to be drunk to remember like cuz he'll just he just knows random facts about beer
1: and uh i mean aside from the fact that he you know keeps it clean and really puts a lot into his work right he also is a classic bartender kind of like the yeah. guy who's like did you hear about such and such? And then he'll like go off and on many topics. Yeah. I mean, beer, especially, he but beer, knows a lot, he's,
0: but. A, he, and he has got it right. He is a beer nerd. And <laughs> mm-hmm. so the drunker I get, the more stupid questions I have, mm-hmm. but they're actually kind of like, they're like, why does it taste like this? Yeah. Why is it, why is it crisp and clean? Right. Like, you know, like, like why, like how there is none of that hoppy, overly hoppy taste in yeah. any of the beers that I have there. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And it just, it's just fun and it's just good. And did I go overboard with them being cheers? No
1: <laughs> that, that's that's absolutely not where you went. You didn't go overboard at all. I yeah. think I think we all I think Scott and I were sitting here with a little bit bated breath during your uh my, my rant speech. at the end, your speech at the end. Well, cuz uh, you know because how I feel. Because I thought maybe I was like where's he going to go overboard because yeah. you led with like, you know, I I'm not I don't mean to sound like an asshole or whatever. Well, because I
0: didn't mean to sound like an asshole. I just wanted you to didn't. Uh, convey my passion for uh, that place, but also community, yeah, small businesses, yes. and uh, supporting your your community. yeah. And uh, I felt people – if I said it the wrong way, I was scared people were going to think that I was making – my that their assumption of what I was saying would be – that I'm ignoring the fact that we're going through a hard time. Yeah, uh, but, yeah. That's that's kind of the only thing. But right. you did not. I don't right. think because we are going through a hard time. I understand that yeah. people's pockets aren't as full as they used to yeah. be. Uh, but your hearts can be just as full as what I was trying to trying to convey. Absolutely. And, and to support your community, support, in whatever way. Exactly. Support your community
1: as much as you see fit. And as much as you see yourself able to, oh yeah, because, you you, know, you yes. don't have to go to Lachettes three four nights a week, no because, you know like no no, no, but there's you know you don't have to eat out that often
0: i just but. i I just have a fear that when all of this is done, the rebuilding is going to be more daunting than people realize, and I think the loss of businesses, whether it's the subway across the street from me, which is you know people forget that these some of these franchises they're just owned by one person. They're a fran- they're, they're franchised out, but that that guy owns owns that Subway. Right. His loss of business is extraordinary. Yeah. Like the like the 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 small businesses in this neighborhood alone, which was on its way up. It's it's just it's just such a big step backwards for the families that own those small businesses yeah. and for the communities that live there and the entire community of Chicago, South Side, North Side. It's it, you know, you you want you want your city and your neighborhoods to uh, to be successful, and within that success, you you find your your community. And I think bars are mm-hmm. are, are a big part of that. Um, here he, there you he go again. I just, I just went <laughs> off of it, and that was important to me before this <laughs> pandemic. It yeah, was, it was important for me to you know to to su- support small businesses, and that it was something I always admired. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. All right. So you want to do. Twitter the news. Anything at all. Twitter the news. <laughs> do you? I don't
1: think uh the uh computer's actually on, so <clears throat> yeah, I keep pressing this pressing buttons and And we are back with Twitter's news page.
0: And uh, you wanna do the uh you want to do... The, this is going to be the Twitter of the news, the intro for Twitter of the news. <laughs>
3: Twitter the
0: news. Yeah, this is the part of the podcast, everybody, who uh, who's probably a brand new listener, who uh, Scott brings. Yeah. This is... Uh, yeah. This podcast is basically based off of Chooch. Uh, it's dumb. Uh, we, it's jackassery. Jackassery. <clears throat> uh, Zach used to be a comedian. I used to be a musician. Uh-huh. And uh, now we're just two guys trying to to survive during a pandemic. Uh This is something that we can do, a creative outlet, as it were. (laughs) Uh, And for those who don't know, Chooch Chat. Chooch is uh, uh, Brooklynese, but also just slang Italian for uh, uh, dummies, jackasses, and idiots. Yep. And uh, here we go. We're going to explain the news to you in our way. (laughs) And our way is we have no idea what's going on. We are fucking pieces of shit. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, Tony sometimes
1: watches his YouTube videos and yes. listens to his podcasts and stuff. But I really, st- unless somebody directly tells me what the hell's going on, which happens a lot these days, yeah, uh, I don't really look at headlines, YouTube videos, etc.
0: I mean, it's just fucking work. It's just these days, God Almighty. I mean, like you, you either should be all in or all out.
1: God yeah, right? exa- exactly, exactly. Yeah. I can't fucking sit there and get all in on on all of this.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Just, man, Trust just, me Trust mental, me
1: everyone I know what the fuck's happening It's a I mental know I, know. I know I know I, I, I know you do You know what I mean I
0: don't need uh, It's a mental mind fuck Yeah And, the, and like I was saying It's mental poison man it, it, Your 24 hour news cycle Yeah uh, You're on social media All day long Yeah People go to bed depressed Wake up depressed Yeah Like that was happening Before the pandemic Yeah exactly Um. So now it's just even <clears throat> Double time folded The news Here we go The Twitter the news Whoa, It's a good one <laughs> why are Canadians wait? Why Canadians are uh-huh. ahead of Americans on understanding UFOs. Ooh, this is one interesting where I wish there was an entire article. Yeah. Usually we don't click on them, but we're going to click wait, on this right one.
1: away. Yeah. Click on that.
0: Yes. Uh, it says unpublished U S military findings about unidentified aerial phenomena could soon be made public, but America, it turns out, could learn a thing or two from Canada when it comes to transparency about flying saucers <laughs> and the like, and that's all Twitter gives you. See, Twitter doesn't give you anything else than just the blur.
1: <laughs> First of all, I know uh, this is uh, Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two is famous again for this.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Tom DeLonge, uh, Joe Rogan is now because all all the people he had on, yeah. he's in the news, yeah, and Bob Lazar mm-hmm. and the other guests, Jeremy Corbell. The guy who makes the documentaries about UFOs. Uh, okay, yeah. Because the weird thing is, they were all right. They were all right all along, and we were like... New York <laughs> Times. New York Times, man. Yeah. New York Times. Who's who's this? Toronto Star.
1: Like, major news outlets. Oh, uh, Toronto Star's dissing America? Okay, Toronto Star. No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, they're, they're reporting on UFOs. Yeah, I know. Oh, you, those so, Americans, they, they don't know about UFOs. Like, we know about UFOs, <laughs> you know? So dumb! I <laughs> yeah, no, what the fuck is that about? They just—they're like, "Oh, you guys think you know about UFOs? Fuck you! Fuck you! We we up here in Canada, we know lots about UFOs already."
0: Oh. Uh, I was uh, there was a meme I was online the other day. I know I wasn't a meme. I was sent to, sent it to our buddy Adam Cullen. Uh, he was drunk. He thought he had he had offended me at the bar, but he was just drunk. That happens every time. He's and drunk at the bar. So so he thought he <laughs> sorry thought, Adam sorry no, no but not like that <laughs> yeah okay. but no but he thought he he was like he was just give me shit poking mm-hmm. f- like yeah like friends do right but he's so drunk he didn't know if like it was what he had said was offensive right it was yeah. like, it's like dude it's me you could fucking shit down my throat verbally much, and I, yeah. I i don't i don't give a shit yeah uh but so i sent him uh we were talking about sasquatches uh that night and that's why he was giving me shit and i <laughs> <laughs> uh and uh, i found the meme. Uh, from uh, Trailer Park Boys, where he, where Bubbles goes. Sam Squanch. Yeah. Oh, man, I sure hope it's not a Sam Squanch. <laughs> Sam Squanch, I hate those things. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, have you heard about Bob Lazar? No. So Bob Lazar, in 1989, came out for a local news source in Las Vegas. And he didn't want to be public uh, first, but he... So he blacked out his face and everything because he was scared. Mm-hmm. But the reason why he went to the news anyways was because he was scared. Right. Because he had lost his job working at Area 51, a base right outside of Area 51, which I think it was called S4. For all you nerds out there, don't shit on me. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, and his job, he was hired because he he went to college at MIT or something like that or – very technical. He's very, 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 very bright guy. Mm-hmm. And he was hired because they're trying to hi- hire a guy who was kind of outside of, out, outside of the box type thinking. He put a jet engine into his Honda or maybe oh. it was like a Toyota or something. And uh, he put uh, little jets on his bicycle and uh, huh. he was like out of, out of his garage. Yeah. And he was in the news for it. Neat. So he was approached and hired yeah. to come work at what is essentially Area 51. Right. And um, he his job was to try to reverse engineer how the, uh, flight system worked, which they didn't understand how. And he does not he doesn't know where they got all of them. He, there's like a dozen, um, uh, flying saucers oh. or not even flying. saucers spacecraft, right? something
1: besides UFOs in these articles I've seen. They it. do now. Different.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but they're UFOs. It's like a dozen right. UFOs. Yeah. And, uh, it was very frustrating for him because uh, there's people who are working on the metal. There's people working on, like, uh, the flight system. His job was to work on, like, the computer part of it. Right. His job was to work on um, specifically the engine. How how does this thing fly? Mm-hmm. I think. You know, there are UFO nerds out there who would I'm sure would correct me. Yeah. But I'm just trying to get the basic details. And he... Uh, And what they discovered was it was this uh, new element that they discovered. I can't remember the name of the element. Mm -hmm. And uh, he named it something. Uh, Then uh, 15 years, 20 years later, they discover the element. Yeah. Right. So that became true. Um, His story stayed exactly the same from 1989 on. Yeah. He came out because he was scared for, you know, possibly his life. But, they erased his entire life. They erased where he went to school. They erased all of his jobs. Uh, where he worked Even though people He would go to those jobs And people would know him Right Like, like documentary work maker Workers and Right People making films on him and, Yeah And uh, And he also He described how they would fly He would take people to where You could watch them fly From Area 51 Because mm-hmm. they were flying them mm-hmm. um, He uh, Yeah And basically He was like Yeah it's all true He says They found Some of them from the stories that he heard, because he doesn't know even the stuff he was was being told right. was true, because they the disinformation and stuff they wanted sure. to work just on this aspect of the flying saucer yeah. of one flying saucer. Right. When he had one partner, and the other guy apparently died, <laughs> that's why he was replaced. Okay. Uh. So um. He so where, where where was I going with this? Oh yeah. So yeah, it was it all it all ended up being <clears throat> fucking true. Oh they. Arche- archaeological digs. Uh, they found them during ar- archaeological digs, uh, which means they're old, which means uh, they were here for a while. Right. Which means, like, it has huge like, – if all this ends up being true, yeah. it means all that fucking <clears throat> weird ancient alien stuff. Is that fucking true? Right. I mean, I'm a lot of it sounds unbelievable when you watch that show, Ancient Aliens, well, and I'm not the biggest fan of that show. But it would – explain. there's, uh, like, just just the point of view of all of these old stories in the Bible, you know, and uh, fucking just looking at Greek gods, like, people coming from the sky, mm-hmm. you know, it just uh, – Babylonian times, you yeah. know, it just kind of makes – like, people were seeing fucking aliens is what they were seeing. Right. So it's interesting, huh? That is interesting. So, and <clears> so <throat> what they discovered was they <laughs> found <laughs> – Let's rewrite this history. Oh, dude, they, it has to be. Right now it has to – because the New York Times came out and the New York government admitted – that we have, uh, they label. Of course, the words they use are just so stupid. They, they, we have acquired uh, uh, UFO materials, like or right. something. That's the way they state it. Right. Which is like, what the fuck does that mean, materials? <clears throat> yeah, just so you have a fucking UFO, man. Yeah. But they they admitted to it. Right. That's fucking huge. I don't know. I'm a nerd. That is. But look into it. Just everybody to just look yeah, up. look Bob, into it. Look up Bob Lazar. All right, mystery seeds are showing up in mailboxes, sparking investigations. They're from China. <laughs> that's it. They're I from know. China. That's that's all I've, I I saw a news blurb on it. Don't
1: plant them. Don't eat them. Throw them out. That's exactly
0: <clears throat> what the the U.S. government said. Yeah. yeah, Just throw them out. Just throw them out.
1: Actually, throw them into like some alcohol or something.
0: Kill them. <clears throat> Big tech finally faces Congress. That one sounds boring. Boring. Over what will it tell us? Oh, God. Let's look at it. It's fucking Bloomberg technology. Its blurb is nothing. Big tech finally faces Congress. That's wow. it. The CEOs of oh. Amazon, Apple, <laughs> Alphabet, which is Google, and Facebook are set to appear for their first collective questioning by lawmakers during a house hearing today. Uh, what do you think that means?
1: Probably, uh, prob It's got to be sort of like uh, information sharing, WikiLeaks type bullshit. I would have to imagine.
0: Yeah, uh, or just maybe like the ads could be like ads and stuff, right? Or it also makes me think of them manufacturing their phones and computers in like China. Oh, that could be as well for pennies. Mm-hmm. Could be like a. All right, come on in. Bring it. Bring Br- it in. Bring it on home. Bring it in, or something like that. That's kind of what it makes me think of parents face to face a child care crisis here's how employers are handling it no i don't have kids if you have kids i'm sorry if you have kids fuck
1: off um you probably shouldn't be listening <laughs> to this or maybe you should actually this might be the exact podcast yeah. you should listen to you're get right. out of your you're family life for a little We're, while you're but... right you're
0: right we hate your kids too <laughs> yeah so, yeah
1: so. uh good luck
0: um Florida man accused of using COVID-19 relief funds to purchase a Lamborghini. Get the fuck out. Dude, How for how much? How did he get the money? He probably
1: owned a business and got one of those big relief funds and then fucking... Of
0: course, Florida man. That's always a Florida Florida man. man. A South Florida man has been accused of fraudulently obtaining $3.9 million in COVID-19 relief loans. What the hell? And using some of the money to purchase a new Lamborghini... See, he must have he hurricane, moved... hurricane, hur. What's
1: that say? Does that, does that say? I can't see that. Huracan. Huracan.
0: Huracan. Sports car, and other luxury items. Dude, he
1: must he must have owned some sort of business to get that amount of money.
0: That, see, Twitter just just gives you just enough. That's all we needed to know. Mm-hmm. That guy's probably an asshole. And then it moved on. We move on. Bill Gates weigh in. Coronavirus testing, reopening schools, and more. Who cares, Bill? CNBC. Come on. <clears throat> A.J. Barr defends government's A.J. Barr A.J. Barr A.J. Is A.J. the A.G. I think so. A.G. Say A.G. A.G. Barr Or Barr Okay Barr defends government's response to Black Lives Matter protests At House hearing Okay I don't think really, No we don't want this video I don't want any of that This is Black Lives Matter Matters So
1: Black Lives Matter matters
0: Black Lives Matters Matters the top fifty U.S. colleges that pay off the most in twenty twenty. Don't go to college, kids.
3: Ooh, that's
0: a, <laughs> that's a Zach Finch deep cut. Care to
1: touch on that a little bit? Yeah, only go to college if you know exactly what you're doing. If you're smart enough, if uh, you know you need this degree, yeah, to move toward that job. Yes, that's the only reason you should go to college.
0: I would. I would even add this. I I used to disagree with you, but I, I've been thinking about this a lot. Uh, if you are 15 right now and you want to be an artist, <clears throat> don't <laughs> yes, because we don't need any more artists. Yeah. I am so tired of everybody. I meet, meet being some form or thinking there's some form of musician, uh, comedian actor, uh, uh yeah, don't be uh, an artist, be something else, be, and so, then... be something your, your community could use because yes. there are millions of kids going to school.
1: To be an artist, and then let your creativity fall out of you uh, once you I, once you I get just, stuck in a rut. I, later I, on,
0: I just if you want to be an artist, I'm not shitting on it. All of our friends are artists. We're artists. We're some form of whatever. No, but, no, don't. But,
1: but you know but, why? Because one day will come when your knee deep, when you useful. deep in your useful job, making plenty of money to support yourself and help your community, like we talked about yeah. earlier, and then. You can be like, what was it that I wanted to do when I was 15? Oh yeah, I wanted to make paper mache dolls or some shit. And then you can <laughs> yes. go ahead and go into your garage. Go into it, make paper mache and dolls. And then make your dolls.
0: Yeah. It, Don't
1: go it, how to learn how to
0: Yeah. What well, it, did it, it's just it's just frustrating because I think we're, uh, our generation is growing up where everybody feels they are an artist. And, and yeah, listen, because everybody gets their constant. I guess everybody trophy. is an artist or can be an artist, but yeah, you're you're it's you're doing little to help yourself, and yeah. uh, I think all of our friends would fucking slut our throats if they heard us say this. Oh, well, bring it on. Yeah, they won't know, they won't be able to because <laughs> because because,
1: <laughs> because what? What were you gonna say?
0: <laughs> were you gonna say something about their their feeble artist hands or something?
1: Yeah, something like that. Because they only learned how to fake fight, they didn't learn how to really fight.
0: Oh, that's so. <laughs> we made the mistake too. We're not here struggling. Yeah, well, yeah. We're struggling artists. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm still trying to make music. Exactly. You know, I so still, it's yeah. it's we're still making. Just trying to help you out, kids. There's no kids listening to this shit. No, it's just the kid,
1: the parents though. The parents of the kids. Parents, if you're listening, and yeah. you've got small kids, and you're struggling with getting someone to babysit them, yeah, make it somebody who can teach them how to hunt or something. No, you know what they're... I mean?
0: There are certain people who I feel like should have... A couple that come to mind, Trevor Dawkins. You are you are fucking dedicated to the craft. Nate Faust, dedicated to the craft. You are doing it. Like, it is a job for you, and you are working your ass off. But there's a lot of us who are just... Just a degree we got. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Just
1: a degree we wasted. And I'm one on. of those.
0: I'm one of those. I'm that person. Yeah. Uh, okay. So... Uh FDA expands. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on. Moving on. FDA expands list of poisonous hand sanitizers and warns of dangers. Just it, what we need. You know what? Uh I agree based off of my chooch uh intuition. There are some hand sanitizers I've, I've been using when I go out, like you're going to a grocery store. They got the hand sanitizer, mm-hmm. or like a CVS or a restaurant. Yeah, those hand sanitizers smell toxic. <laughs> toxic. The one up here in, in Walgreens. In what way, though? Like too much alcohol? Oh, no, I'm not spilling any alcohol. I'm spilling like chemicals. It's mm. it just and it's all that's greasy and sticky. It's not like oh, it's not yeah. like
1: a lotion. It just. So you think the sticky ones? Because I've had my fair I share don't of sticky know. ones.
0: Uh, yeah, there, I, I think they're just, there's some that I'm just a little wary of. Yeah. And, yeah absolutely. Uh,
1: I always, I always try, I always use it. If it's, if it's at the door, I try to tend to use it, you know, cause it's just like, yeah, real quick. Let me do this. Me too. But I always, always try to opt to find I want a my own. restroom. I always carry uh, my carry own. Your own, but also opt to find a restroom to like wash my hands. <laughs> in. Yeah.
0: Just cause some of that shit just looks, I'm not anti, uh, uh, sanitizer sanitizer. Either. Me either.
1: I'm just saying I I go for my hand washing more than I go for my sanitizer bottle. There was
0: a soap that uh uh my ex-wife bought one time in uh like 10 years ago at the CVS in the corner by our old place up in uh Humboldt Park. Mm-hmm. And uh it was uh I remember it looked like Irish Spring, right? Mhm. But it didn't taste like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're. Uh, I think you've been eating soap, Tony. I don't know. No, it was poison. I've been tell- I was like, we. Need- I was like, we need to throw this out. This doesn't. This doesn't. This isn't soap here. This is. This is. That's so funny. This is dangerous. Uh, so okay, next uh, is uh, Oregon Governor announces federal officers to leave downtown Portland starting Thursday. So why why did Trump send in all these federal officers to Oregon and and Seattle and?
1: I heard. Uh, this is just what is it, I, this. This is how I get my news. I hear it from people right. that uh, protesters were just like repeatedly damaging federal buildings and oh. to the point of like burning them down, just just destroying uh, courthouses, yeah. yeah, you know, post offices, things like that. I guess, yeah, police departments. Oh, it's a confusing time. Yeah, that's what I heard. Okay, at least that's what I heard about Oregon. I heard something different about Chicago, but we don't have to. See, I I haven't seen any federal agents in Chicago. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Are they it's, here? It's because, uh, from what I've heard. That's what I've heard but too. But you know what? My, we, my mom also, do you me. see the like exuberant amount of murders that happen every day, apparently? Oh, well, that's
0: Chicago every you summer. Say, well, exactly. Yeah. Uh, sh- Chicago every summer is just, it's embarrassing. $600 relief checks for Americans expire this week. Then what? Oof. What do you mean? What does that mean? What does that even mean? That's, that's the extra six hundred oh, you get during the Oh, that, an okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that, what? what was it? Two weeks ago, where, where I was reading a headline yeah, yeah. that, that I same like, headline. I was like, that one hurts. You, you, you were like, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, actually." Uh, first of all, that hurts. And uh, <laughs> second of all, <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. That, uh, that it, hurts. Uh, you know what? For me, it hurts because I'm like, I don't know if i if my job's going to be there tomorrow. You know, we don't know if yeah, then we what? don't. They might shut everything down again. Right. So I was like, oh. I was I was always kind of like well at least there's this extra unemployment that people are getting mm-hmm. if I lose my job I might be able to get that yeah, yeah that kind of hurts me too yeah that hurts then what oh then we got a prostitution nobody wants us Tony we'll pay each other for sex <laughs> we'll just pass okay? the same money back and forth. <laughs> We'll get, su- we'll survive off of our fluids. <laughs> yeah, our fluids is a nicer way of
1: stating yeah. it, yeah. Well, because we might, instead That's of how drinking we will, our own
0: pee, we'll, 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 we can right, drink each other's pee, too. Right, you know? We'll We'll lean out. Uh-huh. And we'll get real fit, uh-huh. real tight, tight bodies. Tight bodies. Hard bodies. Nothing but fruit. Because everything <laughs> is nothing but fruit. And, and everything is because ju- everything's protein. Mm-hmm. And we just feed each other through our fluids. Yeah. And we'll have money. And it's always the same amount of money. Right we'll know we'll have a budget. So we're going to survive off of our sex. Sex, eh, Yeah. Hear that, everybody? Uh, Piper <laughs> Kirbin and Lawrence Bartley discuss criminal justice in the U.S. That's not even a headline. That's an that's, advertisement. No, that's a uh, you want to be a lawyer out there, kids? Yeah. Uh, the third phase of world's biggest COVID-19 vaccine study has been confirmed. I'm going to click on
1: that. Yeah, what does third phase mean? What does that
0: mean? It's not going to tell us. You know, it's just No, a it's totally not. Uh, it's from Moderna Inc. Uh, also, who, what the fuck is that? But I don't know. <laughs> and uh, Bears, the National Institutes of Health announced the phase three launch of widespread clinical trials of its COVID-19 vaccine study on Monday. The U.S. government doubled its investigate, wait, investment to about $1 billion uh, to expedite the process, sweet lord.
1: Oh my god! I hope we get it sooner. You know what? Or that one—that one's hopeful. I feel like we should end it on this one. Really? I think so. End it on something. It's the least bad news. I guess of, that we've well, seen the UFO so far. One the UFO great. one was fun. Yeah, that yeah, was a good one. We can Plus, go I got back to that nerd <laughs> on it. <a laughs> you did. Bit. You did.
0: And uh, yeah, I have on my calendar. I have marked off November first, uh-huh. uh huh, because. For some reason, you thought you were going to work full time for your dad until then, right? No, I remember
1: the first job. That we was did, July
0: fifth. Oh, okay. I was like, it was like uh, I, I had like this is as far this is as long as I can do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I right. just wanted to mark something to get to on the calendar. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, the uh, uh, but I marked November first because I was like, that's the dead earliest we could get a vaccine. Mm. Because, uh, but I, 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 and I also it's like, oh, November's here, and if you get to November, December's right around the corner, mm-hmm. and that's pretty good for a vaccine, right? December, I mean, that's a good Christmas gift. Good. And also, then January's after December. I just need, <laughs> I just need a time. I just need to mark something off so I can be like, yeah, there. give yourself something to look forward, look to. forward to. And right now it's November first, first because I am a fucking huge. I don't know. I want to keep going. All right. These are all sad. I know. <laughs> Did you notice? No, I
1: mean, I just know because except for the UFO ones, it's all like, uh Oh, yeah. God. These are all sad.
0: Yeah. That's true. <sighs> it's
1: true. Everything's sad. This is why we don't watch the news. This is why we only Twit the News. The twitter of the News is the only oh, thing. Oh, Twitter of the News. <laughs> Sign off. of <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, what else do you want to Boo. do?
1: Uh nothing. <clears throat> yeah, I me mean, neither. I just kinda wanna like, drink and eat some it, food. This is gonna be a long episode anyway, because of our lovely guest Scott. Sicer. Thank you, Tony. From who drank beer and then said I get it. <laughs> at fifteen years old. You know That's if, hilarious. Now now if you're fifteen and you're looking to go to college and you already know you want to uh have something to do with beer. Yes. Um Go to beer college. Go to beer college <laughs> or go uh to business school yeah. and learn how to run your own friggin' business. I th- I feel like Scott may have taken the long way, but he's doing it. He's uh he's getting it all
3: Yeah.
1: Can you read that? I'm making it biggie sized and then I'm gonna try to uh
0: I think I think you can read it. I, I believe in your eyes. Those beautiful blue eyes that are gonna sustain me with their fluid. <laughs> <laughs> when, we, when we lose our jobs <laughs> every time i cry i have to cry into a bottle yeah so we can drink
1: it all right look go to lachette's in uh thursday through sunday um <clears throat> i think it's probably 2119 what, irving park road
0: chicago illinois 60618 that's in the what is now known as the north center neighborhood right it closes at 11 p.m as we all know all bars close at 11 p.m now All bars close at 11 p.m. Delicious
1: food, the best beer I've ever had
0: personally. Yes. Um, And it's not just the fact that it's German and Austrian beer, it's the fact that it is so clean and good and tasty. It's, again, I think I said it
1: before the temperature they keep the beer, the cleanliness they keep the lines, the temperature they keep the glasses. Glasses, everything. Everything they put into it makes it the best beer that I've had. And uh,
0: they have dine in, they have curbside pickup, they have a patio. Uh, they do not do delivery and, uh, but it's, and they have growlers people. Oh. Growlers
1: is as close as you can get to getting it right out of the tap and into uh, a mug. Just so a go little, get you a some.
0: little side note. Mm-hmm. Scott wasn't, was never going to do growlers. Zach and I begged to be able to bring beer home for mm-hmm. years. And, uh, it took a pandemic for him to do so, it. So, you know, if there's
1: one good thing that comes out of this time.
0: <laughs> it's the fact that I can grab, I can grab, grab a growler of beer from from Lachette's
1: yeah. and drink it all by myself in one night.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, I mean, you kind of, I mean. Oh, you can. Yeah. I'm, it's not oh, hard. No, it's super easy. And what you also, want to do is save it. But but kind of, I mean, once you open it, you should drink it in the first two in days. In the first two days, yeah, definitely. Right. Third day, it's still good, but it's not as good. Right. It's definitely lost its carbonation. Yeah. Um, um
1: we can't speak highly of the, more highly of this place. Also,
0: uh, if you go there to drink and you say, oh, I'm going to eat first, here's a little advice from two people that know what they're doing. If you're going there specifically to get hammered off your rock and you want to stay all night, eat very little. Mm-hmm. Separate it. Yeah. So go eat a lot and then drink a little. Then you're going to have to go home and go to sleep. Yeah. This very filling oh, meats. It's, and it's carbs, rich. Rich. It's yeah. very good. But it is uh, it is filling, and there's mm-hmm. so much of it, and they give you such big portions. Mm-hmm. Here's an example: they have that big ham hock, <laughs> that big yeah, big uh, as, as their as their special, that big fucking yeah, like uh, 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 it's almost like an
1: osso bucco. What's but that? Like German style? It's just a big fucking like leg leg of meat.
0: Yeah, so yeah. it's like you you gotta take your time. Yeah, and. Uh, or just stay all night and then slowly, slowly digest and mm-hmm. then keep eating, which uh, keep drinking, drinking yeah. this is what Zach and I do. Yeah. But if I go there now and I know it's just going to be me and a couple of buddies, right. I, <laughs> I eat very late or not at all. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I want to stay as long as I can. Yeah. And uh, well, like I, I said, want to never leave.
1: The beer is the centerpiece. Yeah. I, I recommend uh, your first attempt. Go get some beer. Yeah. And do that. And then if you like the beer enough, even if you don't, go back and try the food. And if you've never had German food, it's a great place to start.
0: Yeah. I wanted to ask him what he's going to do with that upstairs. Like, that uh. office space? I think they should make it an inn. He 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 used to have German, uh, what, what are they called? Uh, vacationers. Oh. Uh, but backpackers. Right. In Europe. Oh, uh, like, so like a hostel. Yeah. Almost. Like, 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 like me and you did like over upscale it. Like hostel, yeah. Uh, so, uh. They used to have backpackers come in just stay in the upstairs. I think they should do that again. I, th- I think they should remodel that upstairs bit, uh, part and just make it a hostel. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really cool. But, uh, right. yeah. We
1: love it. And take care of yourselves, everybody.
0: Lachettes, L-A-S-C-H-E-T. Apostrophe S N, I N N. Google it.
1: Go do it. Enjoy it. Is that it? Are we done? And don't work too hard. Don't stop working.
3: Peace.